previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now, so much to dissect no. there. So let's go back. Yeah, did did you say, no, that's okay. This is great. Did you say you grew up in Littlestown? Yeah, Littlestown, PA, <laughs> south of Gettysburg. Littles? Oh, yay. There's a town. Uh, look at that. We I should all think move about there. That. That's <laughs> where we should be having summer Littles in Littlestown. <laughs> back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Great episode today, Roxy. Lots of feedback on oh, John yeah? Sanders. Oh, good. He was the last one we had on, right? Yeah. Yeah, lots of good feedback. But first, as what we're going to start doing now, is we're going to thank our sponsors, our Patreon page members. Yes. So we really appreciate that. We're actually... We're going to get some things out to you soon. Yes. So if you want some things sent your way, Littles, head on over to loyallittlespod.com and scroll to the bottom and it's all down there. It's all through Anchor. Just click on that. If you want to become a sponsor of the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month, you can sponsor the podcast and you'll get some free, I don't want to call it junk, but yeah, now it's swag. Okay. So let's start there actually, because... We got some really cool things sent to us uh, on behalf of Dina and Damascus. But first she wrote in and said, Dear Mr. Chuck. So I have a bad Uh feeling about this one. (laughs) She's very specific. My husband, who has been identified as anti-podcast, all, not just Tony's, laughed at least once at your latest podcast when discussing the ranking of Sam Adams and thought the explanation of the beer brewing process was done quite well. Oh. That wasn't us. That was our lovely Meet the Littles guest, John Sanders. Yes. So we got a lot of good feedback on that episode. He then says, when I asked him if he liked the interview, he started, eh, it wasn't bad. (laughs) That is the highest praise he's ever given to a podcast. Wow. So, and then on behalf of the Loyal Littles podcast, thank you, Dina and Damascus. She made us some real nice treats. Yes. I don't want to go into what it is. Nope. Uh, they're not edible or anything. No. But no, seriously, because it's some really kind of fun, cute yeah. Loyal Littles podcast swag, which I think Dina's going to be fine with this, is we're going to mail them out to our Patreon sponsors. Yeah. So it was really sweet of her to send those over to us. And so then we heard from Chili John. <laughs> That's all it says. Chili John. Chili John. This is for you, Roxy. If you ever decide to road trip to Hanover and meet John at Something Wicked Brewing, there are two axe ranges in town. Yes. Okay. Now, this is kind of a bummer because speaking of meeting John at Something Wicked Brewing, that happened. So a bunch of littles heard the last episode. Yeah. I love this. This is the the greatest connective connective tissue. tissue. And I believe it was Claire. And I believe that, well, are they the tall Millers or the other Millers? I'm not sure. Whatever. Jason and Heather, they were there. And then there were a few others. I'm, I'm blanking on Dina the was Well, there. Dean and Damascus was there, of course. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I was connecting that with the last email. I shouldn't have. And uh, there were a few others. Forgive us. We, we don't re- really remember who else was there. But a bunch of, bunch of Littles were there. Yeah. They went for trivia night. Yeah. Now, I kind, of teased, I kind of teased a little bit and thought, because I thought you had a dance class. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll rent a car and go down. Because I found out it was only like an hour and 45 minutes away. Yeah. Now that's without traffic, so right. who knows? But they went down, and we discovered that, well, we already knew this. They're smart. Let's hear it for tonight's champions, the Royal Littles. Let's They won. They freaking won. And I think they got some shop credit. Wow. Uh, they got some bar credit or whatever. Yeah, sure. They won first place. Wow. So congratulations. I don't know I don't if that's an extension of the Chatter Trivia team. I'm not sure if those were the same people that went up for this event Uh or whatever, but they won. So we're going to call them the Loyal Littles podcast team is what we're going to call them. (laughs) 
because <laughs> we they, got you together. Yeah, they might not have even known about this place without the interview from John Sanders. So that was great. Cool. All right. Todd Takei wrote in said, you think hot chicken refers to a temperature? Okay, fair enough. I still don't necessarily think I want it with my waffles. That's well, all. there's a difference between hot and spicy. I mean, I guess there's different right. varying levels of spice. Well, of course. But usually when I say hot, I mean like it's hot to touch, like right. hot potato, hot potato. When it's spicy hot, I usually say, ooh, that's spicy. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> right, right. All right, then let's get to Tim Cree, Fort Collins, I believe, Colorado. If you didn't watch Animaniacs, does that mean you have never seen Pinky and the Brain? Now, Tim, I think if you go back to your episode, I didn't, sorry, I didn't look it up. We should have done that. I think we discussed that because I knew I was going to get hammered with this when we were talking about Animaniacs, but no, I haven't. I've never seen Pinky and the Brain. I wasn't into it. Look, like I said, don't also don't forget when I went to college, we didn't have really the, the internet was out there, but we didn't really have it. Right. Okay. Nor did we really have TVs. If we had TVs in our dorm rooms in college, it was just to hook up a VCR. There sure. was no like cable TV. Right. Or, I don't even know if they have that nowadays. But my point is that I'm to the remember. only TV you watched in college was if you went to the rec room or whatever the lounge it was called. It depends on what dorm it was in. Yeah. And you had to like reserve the TV. Now, obviously, the bigger TV shows like Friends, that was very popular when I went to college. You know, and Saturday Night Live was another one. Appointment viewing. Like you just knew that. TV was reserved for those shows. Right. Okay. And I wasn't into that. I never really went to any of those hangouts, I guess. Mm. I guess I was kind of more of a loner. But I was always always rehearsing or always doing stuff yeah. in college. I didn't have time to just go to the lounge, even on a Saturday night, and just hang out. So, no. No, we definitely had cable Right, in college, well, at least senior year, because I stayed up all night with my roommate when William and Kate got married. Oh, of course. Um, you did. And we decided to throw ourselves a princess party. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> well, I just we stayed up all night and we were able to watch it. I'm just saying, times are different now, times or times changed. were different back mm-hmm. then. And so, yeah, it was not easy for us to just watch TV. There was no way to record it. There was no because there was no VCR down right. in the lounge that I knew of. So you couldn't just record you mean you stuff. You didn't pack one in your trunk, Chuck? No, I did. I had a VCR in my room, but there oh. was no cable you to You didn't hook. have your spare? No, Roxy, <laughs> you're not listening. I did. There was no cable oh, no hook to up. hook into gotcha. the VCR okay. for me to tape TV shows. It was okay. just there so if you wanted to watch a movie right. and have like friends over to watch right. a movie, right. you could do that. But so, yeah. just so you know, Chuck likes to have his go-to whatever, like say a VCR. And then he likes to have his backup. Oh, I always have a backup. His backup VCR. Coffee but maker. But then he's got his backup to his backup. All right. And this is like pretty killer. much every item that easy he killer. owns. Well, I will say this. <laughs> when I say VCR, what I really meant was Betamax. That's oh, sure. what I had in college sure. in the first couple of years. Uh-huh. Then I think I had a VCR like my junior yeah. and senior year. But I did. I had a Betamax is what I brought Well, but those home. didn't last very long. Well, they were... Ours, my dad still has one at... Well, he no, has I one mean, at the house. No, I mean, the no, number no. of years that yeah, it was yeah, out yeah. before VCR no. came around... Right, but we owned a beta store. Do you listen to the podcast, Yes, Roxy? I know okay. you owned so, a beta store. So I had a ton of movies with me. Anyway, let's get <laughs> on. Then we heard from Brian Becker. Roxy is spot on relating to the next item in Joe Maloney's list theory. If your list begins with one, then B, then... Three I's, I guess, lowercase Roman numeral, yes, and D, lowercase D, Uh are the next three. Okay. And like Chuck, I am an A2C small Roman numeral four guy. I had to really read that carefully (gasps) because I like A2. 
Ugh, it's one, still two. just no. You. Have oh, I know. To, it's, I know. You still think it's wrong. Unless you're taking notes, you got to keep it consistent. I guess. All right. Then we heard from Eric Barnes. Now, Eric Barnes. Quick shout out to Eric Barnes as we did Dean in Damascus because he does these really lovely recaps recaps of tweets. the podcast. Yeah. yeah. He, he he recaps our episodes in a tweet, and sometimes well, you have to read like tweets. multiple mm-hmm. tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try to like retweet those if I can, because yeah, those are always those are fun. So, so fun. we really appreciate that. And yeah. it's always fun. Because I love his take on the facts that are going on. It's just funny to me. I love and it. And his take on it. Chuck being an idiot. I but love that's, it. that's basically what it is. Uh-huh. So anyway, he writes in and says, per your question on Natty Bowes, take a look at the Memorial Stadium scoreboard to understand the connection with the O's. Now, he sent a picture along with this, and it's uh-huh. an old picture. But the, I guess they must have used a sponsor. You know, like Budweiser right. and all these. Fenway Park has Budweiser Porch or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Natty Bo used to, I guess, sponsor the Orioles, I'm oh. guessing. He said, perhaps if you were a teenager growing up in York, Pennsylvania, drinking age 21, you and your friends would drive to the stadium legal age 18. So I see what? what yeah, because it was in a different state. I guess. Yeah, different state, had different oh. age so that's why they would go to the Orioles games because they could <laughs> legally drink. Right. Which I think is funny. That's true. I remember when all that was going down because I had a sister, uh, her, my sister's friend. This must have been weird. So they were in that gap where they were legal to drink. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden one day they weren't legal to drink. Yeah. So like th- they were like 20 when that law came out that the drinking age moved from 18 to mm-hmm. 21. So all of I mean, can so you for two that? years they had been drinking, right? Legally, going to bars and legally, sudden, and then all of a for sudden, for one year or less than a year, they're they like, put nope. That's so crazy. That's weird, right? I yeah. would have thought maybe they would have been grandfathered in or something. I don't <laughs> <At> know. <that> <laughs> Littles, how would that make you feel? I mean, think about that. If you could just drink one day legally, uh-huh. you know, you go to a bar, have yeah, a drink, right. then for like a, some people it might have been three years. Because like, what if you were just See, a, that what if you were, to me? Because you were just starting. Were you because you were just starting? I would say okay. fine, just take it away from them. But if you're like. 20 right and, been and doing your, this for two your years. birthday is say within 10 months so like less than a year I mean even that is still I guess bad things can happen I mean bad things can happen no matter how yeah, old right. you are when of you're course. drinking of but course if you're at that point maybe those people be grandfathered in but right. sucks to be you if you're that one kid whose birthday lands on the day before oh right and then you because you're shy one day of for a whole that year gr- oh, that, would, that suck. would suck that would suck but yeah. i mean it wouldn't it would only be for a few months yeah at that right point. right yeah anyway roxy that's the email but before we head out let's do summer littles yeah so don't forget to go to summerlittles.com and rsvp rsvp if you are hosting don't forget to get us a bumper we've got some really fun ones for this episode we're very excited about that so keep those coming in hosts so we can plug your venue yeah essentially so yeah all right, Roxy, let's get out of here. Great. Did I mention 160th episode? Oh. I don't think I said that. No, you didn't. I don't think so. So we have something special cooked up. Finally, I mean, ladies, where are you? Female identifying? Is that what we're supposed to say now? I, Whatever. Whatever. It me- yeah. Where are you? It's been forever. We finally, I think actually Bonnie Burko was our last was one. Our last one mm-hmm. And that was kind of a special episode in itself. Yeah. Because I consider her kind of a big. Yeah. I mean, I know she wasn't on the Tony Kornheiser podcast a lot, but she hangs out with Tony. That's right. a big to me. Right. And so, yeah, it's been a while. So we finally have one. So we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. What's up, loyal Littles? Phil the Show Killer here. I am going to be at the Weathersfield venue this year for Summer of Littles on August 6th. So come on down, have a good time, hang out with Bob and Connie, and might have a few surprises for you too. 
played in this episode by Nolan Reed, and this song is called Don't Wake Me Up. Now, Nolan writes in, he says, I am from Grand Haven, Michigan, and I am 33 years old. For the past 10 years, I have worked in Detroit for one of the largest mortgage companies in the U.S. and never really had time to focus on writing or recording music. Recently, however, I took a sabbatical to finally pursue my passion and have spent the past two months writing and recording so that I could put together a demo all while parenting three children under three years old. My motivation was to show my children that it's never too late to pursue a passion and to make sure that you don't leave any stones unturned in terms of life goals. I recorded everything with no guitar training, no vocal training, and no production training. I just used a standard mic, a guitar, and a MacBook. I am very proud of what I've put together with all things considered. Now, if you like what you hear, just head on over to SoundCloud. That's the best place to see his stuff. Just search Nolan Reed. That's N-O-L-A-N-R-E-E-D. And as always, we'll play the full song, Don't Wake Me Up, at the end of the podcast. Darling, don't wake me up, I'm in paradise, yeah. When I dream you still with me, there's nothing telling us. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to... Meet the littles. Roxy, so excited about this one. Yes. Chuck here's a little embarrassed. It's okay. But we're going to get into that we're in a second. We're going to work through it. We're going to work through this. Together. As she, as she said, we're going to work through this. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast, Meredith Bootsy. Hey, Meredith, how's it going? It's going really great. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. I hope you both are doing well. <laughs> we're hanging in there. We're just going to start there, if that's okay. Because Chuck here is rip super... Rip the band-aid off. We're going to rip the band-aid off. Chuck here is okay, super, super, super embarrassed. First of all, we wanted to say a special thank you yes. for your generous support. Yes. That's the first things first. You are one of our Patreon sponsors, and we really appreciate mm-hmm. that. And yeah, you got to buy your way onto this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> listeners, are you listening? Buy your way onto the podcast. <laughs> totally not necessary, listeners. But I even like fumbled over this when we were announcing, because I like to shout out, especially to the new ones. Mm-hmm. And that was, I don't even remember, a couple weeks ago, a month ago. And I totally butchered your name. Totally yeah. butchered your name. And I'd like to shout out again to Meredith Bootsy for not writing in and yelling at me and like, <laughs> how dare you? Blah, blah, blah. And But you're here now and this is why. And you said you have a way to tell people this. Like, why don't we start there? The easiest way, just because it's been a problem since childhood, obviously, is the way that you say it is the two Z sounds in Italian make a T-Z sound. So mm-hmm. pizza, Bootsy. So B-U-Z-Z-I spells Bootsy Pizza. There you go. That there makes you. so much sense. Well, and it was one of the and grandchild's then, names yeah. of the Tony Kornheiser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, how could I mess that up? It's also super easy to say the shoes that go on your feet plus a Z. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you should have seen our heads. We're like thinking that through for a second <laughs> in our heads. Like, You're all right. <laughs> I'm thinking shoes, shoe, shoe. I'm like, oh, boots. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but more importantly, we also found out that we're both Italian, which is great yep. i am um, too that's true roxy is a little what well, what are you like half i'm mostly irish i've got a bunch of italian i've got german jewish can you throw out one of those last uh, names pirelli right pirelli is yeah. uh, was my grandmother's maiden name right her mother was jewish so if you track it you are 
what your mother is and track it all the way back, I guess I would technically be Jewish. But whoa, okay, um, I, I did not know that. I don't know if that's a thing, but I've heard that phrase before. You are what your mom is. Oh, so. okay. yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, but I definitely look very Irish. Yes, very. I well, look you definitely Irish, but I eat pasta. You got your dad's okay. side. I do. Of the, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so uh, you really do have the best of both worlds. I so do. You do get to celebrate St. Patrick's Day to the fullest. It's my favorite and day. Pasta. Exactly. Yes. Oh, exactly. she loves her pasta. Mm-hmm. I could eat yeah, it every go. single day. Uh, I mean, there are so many different types of noodles. You can literally have pasta every day for a month and not have the same dish twice. <laughs> Correct. If not, go longer. But let's not know? forget, the most important part is you married a hardcore Italian. I so did. now you're really Italian. I but did. Meredith, seriously, <laughs> off on a tangent here. Yes. Take a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there because you were someone we had never heard of. We were so excited about this. All right. I mean, I've been listening to the podcast for about, I think, a little over 10 years and then got really into it. And then much like everybody who's in this wonderful little community that we have, just can't wait for the next one to come out or the next walk that you're taking with your dog. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in the greatest state in the nation, Vermont, um, and now find myself outside of Columbus, Ohio, in in a small little rural town. And that's where I'm rolling right now. Okay, so let's piece it together. You grew up in Vermont. You went to school there. I went to school in a small school in New Hampshire, actually. So oh, okay. I stayed in New England for the first part of my life, and okay. then I moved down to Massachusetts uh-huh. right after that, and then found myself with a job offer out here, took that, and uh, still here. Okay. And what did you major in? What, what did you go to college for? I was communication studies major. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be the person on the back end of probably as it would be at that time, like PTI show. I wanted to do the edits where you would see them cut to the B-roll or, yeah. or just kind of help out with the anchor as much as I could. Right. And how do you feel about editing podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far removed from a communications major now. Like I couldn't <laughs> even work Skype earlier today, man. Right. Well, we yeah. got it working. Actually, it was pretty yeah. smooth, yeah. actually. It took a minute for me to actually figure it out, but... Got it down. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot to even check because we didn't get the form right away. And I was like, oh, yeah, and yeah, you were like, oh, did you get my thing on Skype? I was like, oh, there you are. So yeah, yeah. it was fine. Okay. So now we're outside of Columbus because Chuck here has a very strong connection with Ohio. Yeah. Okay. So technically I live in Gambier, Ohio, which okay. is a little village with a small college called Kenyon College. Mm. So the rival of Nigel's Denison. Right. Gotcha. So that's where I live now. So it's an hour and five minutes northeast of Columbus. Of Columbus. So you're more towards the Cleveland side. Okay. Have you heard of New Have you heard of New Albany? Yeah, absolutely. I have cousins that live there. With all the white fences. Yeah, I have cousins that live there, and I actually spent. We were out on tour with White Christmas in 2012. Uh, The year we met. The year we met. And we were you had to search for that date? We were in Columbus for Thanksgiving, (laughs) breezing right by that. (laughs) And they invited me. I ended up spending Thanksgiving with my cousins at their house in New Albany and it was so much fun. Now can you go back? White what was this about white fences? They it's New Albany is known for having a white fence around almost everything. As soon as you're pulling out of if you are familiar with the geography, Johnstown is right north of it. So if you're driving through Johnstown to try to get to Columbus, you notice you're in New Albany as soon mm-hmm. as you see the white fences. Cool. Also fun fact, these cousins of mine, their last name is Little. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's kind of perfect. That is true. Actually, they were at the wedding. Right. They were, yeah. And mm-hmm. so when she went, to, she, you're about to meet the Littles. And I'm like, no, they're <laughs> over there. They're at the other table. She's you're, like, no, no, these are my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so, and how long have you been in Ohio then? I think this is year 15. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. This is year 15. So you, so you took a job out there and you like, because I mean, honestly, for 
a long, long time. I've almost bought houses out that way. Like three times? Three or four times. Mm-hmm. Now, it's more yeah. more west. It's more towards the Dayton area, Centerville, Ohio. Okay. Oakwood, Ohio is actually the actual town of where I was thinking of. But Because there's okay. a little tiny theater out there that a friend of mine has hired me many, many times. It's been like 10 years since I've worked there. But, uh, oh, okay, cool. So for a while, I was there every eight months doing a show, kind yeah. of right. doing something there. And right. I just, I don't know, I just always loved the area and the town. I don't know why. Everyone was so nice out there. Yeah, Ohio's but, great. Yeah. Yes, there are wonderful people out here. Obviously, I think the best people are in Vermont, but I mean, right. you can't win them all. Oh, and funny enough, my cousins that live out there, they actually are from Vermont. My aunt and uncle up there, up in the Burlington, Colchester area. Yeah, um, that's then, where I grew up. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I grew up in Williston. So yeah. You gotta go through a couple of those exits in order uh-huh. to go yep. to get to those places. Yep. So is this this is your life, Roxy, and you're about to find out you're related to Meredith here? I mean maybe. I maybe. Maybe we are. <laughs> that's so interesting. Maybe we are. All right, so now you said you've been listening for about 10 years, but how did you become a little? Like, what? where did you start listening to Tony and all that stuff? I mean, I loved PTI. I mean, I, right. did, I think I started like a lot of people did. I loved PTI, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of popped up on a podcast feed. And also, uh, when I was commuting a little bit more to get to my job, he was on Sirius XM for a minute. Okay. So it was kind of like the ESPN show. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was just like a blip. And then I was like, oh, that's really funny. That's really great. And then I forgot about it by the time I got to work. And then it popped up around 2012, 2013. And, and I've been a very loyal little since. Cool. Wow. Same kind of thing happened to me with PTI. I was mm-hmm. definitely a PTI watcher first. And Roxy here just watches PTI because I watch PTI. But now she's... Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I watch it now because I need them to make it in time for the buzzer. Right. And they're not doing it. Right. <laughs> That's her, her main goal. Right. Well, you now have a new thing where she tries to... Even if she's like in the kitchen or something, she'll come <laughs> yeah. running out when she knows mail time's coming on. So she can try yeah, to... I'll try to time out. I'll try to say mail time right when yeah. they say yeah. mail time. Right. I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. You've been close. I've been close, but I haven't gotten it yet. Listen, you got to have your goals. I try try to count myself in, see how long it takes from the re-entrance from the commercial break into that. And I haven't quite mastered it. Right. So liking PTI, does that mean you like Wilbon? You tolerate Wilbon? You only watch for Tony. I love that that's on the list. Tolerate Wilbon. Well, I mean, we've had a history on this show of people going. Oh, I thought you and Wilbon have had a history of <laughs> everyone knows I hate Wilbon. No, you don't hate Wilbon. No, yeah. I just don't like when he hyphenates. Oh, right. But that's right. OK. Then I hyphenated my last name when we got married. So that's true. That's kind of funny. But anyway, continue. <laughs> This is a really good question because not only does he make such valid points that it angers me, but I do more tolerate him. Okay. Um, but I do love him on the podcast. Yeah. So it's kind of a give take. If he goes down an I-95 rant, I tend to check out a little bit uh-huh. just because you can't hate it all that much when the two best teams in baseball are on I-95. Right. Well, we're going to yeah. tease that. We're going to tease that. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. That. That's okay. That's okay. Wait, but I have a continuation if we have time. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Absolutely. So. With Wilbon, I find it so interesting when he's on PTI versus when he comes on Tony's podcast, because when he's on the podcast, he sounds like he just woke up from a nap Well, uh-huh. and he's very groggy. And when he's on PTI, yep. his voice is very clear and crisp. Has anyone else noticed well, that? Well, that's because he probably is just waking up. Because um, a lot of most right. time, I'm sorry, do you want to take this? Do you want to take this or should I tell her? Or? You take it. You seem to be primed for this. I'm well, he's usually in 
on the west coast somewhere uh, and tony tapes at like seven so, so it's probably like yeah oh. it's probably like five even if he's in chicago it's still like an hour earlier so it's usually like six or seven in the morning probably. i feel a little silly but no, that's, that's okay, okay. not always i mean sometimes no. but but even tony he's ready to go at like usually like seven or eight in the sure, morning sure so yeah Okay, so, so that makes do, sense. Yeah. Okay. That's why there's a lot of times where actually he doesn't get up in time. There's been a few of those <laughs> where he's missed yeah. the podcast because, yeah. and then he yells at Nigel, like, why would you even book him? Why right. would you even book? It's like, try, it would be like booking yeah. Chuck and Roxy at seven sure. in the morning. What do you think? You don't, just I'd don't. be on. Right. I'd I mean, be raring to go. If you want to do midnight, that's great. We're up. I'm here. Great. Okay. Guy was having literally a full on conversation with Joe Arrow last night at two o'clock in the morning about jingles. Right. About jingles. Well, he's a good one to talk to about that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, you kind of teased it, and we're like I said, I was able to do a little lurking, and but we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Meredith Bootsy here. I love that I now am saying that correctly. Crushing it. Just Crush, crushing it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to just keep saying it, but it's the grandchild's <laughs> name, so it's not hard from here on out. Okay, so I we've teased this. You kind of really dropped a little dinger in there. Well, because, I mean, we, we know you were from the Northeast, but then you moved to Ohio, so who knows? Maybe you're Good. a diehard Reds fan. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, what are they? I don't even remember what they are. They're not the Spiders. What are they? They're the Guardians. Guardians now. That's oh, right. right. I couldn't. I really yeah. blanked. So, but let's get into it. You already kind of said two baseball teams from I-95. I did some yeah. lurk. The only thing I could find was I did find in one of your like profile pictures, you had a picture of the green monster. So, yep. so let's tear the bandaid off. Where's your fandom? Where's your fandom? Settle in kids. We're going to get into it. So <laughs> I am a Red Sox fan, true devout, but I do have a West coast team in the Oakland athletics who are oh. absolutely terrible. Uh-huh. Interesting. But on a timely note, the Oakland athletics pitcher in the all-star game had a great inning. So proud of him. Really, really big fan of the U.S. women's national soccer team. They're pretty much appointment viewing for me whenever they're on. And the other real appointment viewing is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's let's settle in for sure. Because that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Okay. So where did all that West Coast fandom come from? Uh, My aunt lived out in Pleasanton. And plus, my the Joe Montana and Steve Yalver went in Super Bowls when I was young, and I, uh, I stuck with them through the terrible 2000s. Gotcha, Jolton Joe Montana, as I used to absolutely get terrorized by a friend because I was I'm a Saints fan, so they were in our division at that time. Yeah. So they were just right. Ugh, we were the yeah. ants for so yeah. many years. Right. Okay, in Oakland. Okay, interesting. Because I, you know, I have a little soft spot for Billy Bean, and especially when Moneyball came out and all that stuff. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. And I worked at the school where his daughter, who makes an appearance singing in the film, she went to college. So I got to see him speak once, and it was really delightful. Oh, so wow. Really, that's... really going to stick with them. So wait, the, so the other I-95 team was the soccer team, you're saying? No, I'm oh. saying, actually, I was giving other teams baseball credit because the Mets and the Yankees are just real good. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. You can't yeah. deny how good they are. Right. Yeah. I'm for the Mets over the Yankees Absolutely. any day. Absolutely. Um, Any National League team. Anybody but the Anybody but anybody the who's playing the Yankees. Yeah. Correct. Right. I mean, but they are a good team, so yeah, you, you can't have to take that props. away from them. Especially this year. They're, like, crushing right. it. Although it's I will, hard to ignore how good they yeah. are. I will say in the All-Star game, that first inning, when they both, the first time him and Judge and Stanton came up, they both struck out, which oh, was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Did they do the PC Richards on whistle? No, they didn't. Well, I, they I did it have. in my head, but whenever you're at Yankee Stadium, you hear this... Yeah, exactly. You know, when they strike out. That was really good, Chuck. That was pretty good. Um, And actually, when Roxy and I go to the game, I will do that into my phone, and then I'll play it when a Yankee strikes out. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
phone. Like, I'm so proud of you right well, now. I'm and so then proud. she she looks at me like you're gonna get us killed. But I'm like I don't care. So yeah, don't they do struck that him. anymore, right? But then don't Stanton Stanton did have the big hit that Ugh. basically put the American League back into the game, oh, and then eventually they won. The so. Well, well, you yeah. kind of have to. I mean, yeah. I, actually, there's nothing really to root for anymore. No. There's no home field advantage or anything no. like that. But that guy from the Twins cranked one out right after him. Yeah. Well, that's what put him ahead, Ooh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so now, real quick, we've got so much more to get into. So y- yeah. have you ever been to a Summer of Littles, Jingle Fest, stuff like that? I have not. I'm going for the first time on August 6th. To Which the Columbus one you... Clippers game. Columbus oh, Clippers. The Columbus Clippers game with Ms. Corrado. Oh, yay. We love her. Yeah. She's such a good yeah. interview, too. Uh-huh. She's so much fun. And I think yeah. Jen, Jen will be there probably. Yep. 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 And a couple of other people are, are sponsoring it as well. And their names are escaping me right now. Yeah. I feel terrible about that. Well, but... they are for us, too, because they haven't come on the podcast yet. So right. well, there you go. Well, then, <laughs> then quite frankly, we'll leave them out until. All right. I feel bad. I should apologize because someone's going to like clip me on that because there might have been. <laughs> One or two that have been, but no, Jen and Carla, they were the first two. I feel like from that area that came on and, and they, they did the, the baseball game last year Mm -hmm. and stuff. A lot of fun. Same thing. So very excited. You're going to have a lot of fun. That seems that's, we're jealous actually, because we're just doing a bar. Hurley's is great and all, but a baseball game. I was thinking of that. Maybe we should talk. It's probably too late now. Yeah. It's probably too late. Yeah. Because I thought maybe we, if we're going to do it every, maybe we should do it at a different location or mix it up or do something else or. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Roxy's rolling her eyes at me like, Chuck, it's set. Just go with it. Yeah. Okay, so so that's set. But so you've so you never been to a Jingle Fest. You, you, you never made it to Chatter or anything like that, right? I did make it to Chatter. Whoa. Um, I Yes, I did. I made it and I got to, I was very, very lucky. I got to go in the studio and meet everybody real quickly. Oh, cool. Uh, and had, Wait, what? Had, I, I did. I did. I met them all. Okay. All right. Again, listen, I didn't I didn't know if it was a brag situation, <laughs> like if it was to just bring it up. because you're. Well, that's you what know, this whole thing is. Isn't that or? what this whole interview right. is? Is like, well, I've well, I mean, we had who was it? Was it Martin? That's like, oh, yeah. And oh, I played poker at Michael Jordan's house or something. <laughs> I was like, what? OK. All right. That one's that one's you, you talk to people about. Yeah. Well, this is pretty you, cool. You, I mean, hello. It is. I mean, OK, I'm so go. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Go. So um, what brought you to D.C. and all that stuff? So the situation is I moved out here to be a lacrosse coach at a small liberal arts college. Oh. And during the 2000, I believe it was 14, 15 season, it, he was big on send me a box of that mm-hmm. by the, the immortal words of Steve Young. Mm-hmm. And I sent them a, a big box of that. And then I was going to be in doing a lacrosse camp later that month. And they were nice enough to thank me by letting me in the studio for a minute. Oh, wow. Cool. Were you one of those ones that sent the box of like shirts or something that said, oh, can we be the official lacrosse team of the... That was actually exactly what I did. I oh was not proud. God. I was begging. I was begging. I, re- I was not proud. I, I, of course, remember this. This is like amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. You yep. know, because I was just about to say, like, how have I not... I'm not that I'm the loyalist little of the land or anything, but <laughs> I know a lot of littles now, especially from the, doing the podcast. I'd never heard of you or met you. I'm like, how do I not know this person? Yep. I, I was really... Yep. Wow. Okay. So then you went out there. You got to go to Chatter. You met them. And what was that like? Yep. It was very, very, very humbling and very starstruck for me because Gary Braun was the only one that I was corresponding with on Twitter. And Michael, obviously, was the person I sent it to. And I think I had to send it to Columbia at the time. Right. I think they were kind of like... The undisclosed location. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I got to meet them. I don't think Saliza was there, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely Gary and Tony and Nigel and Michael that day. So it was nice to shake all their hands. Got a picture with Mr. Tony, and it's my shining moment. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. trust me. I completely understand. I'm. This is how much a dope Chuck is. I had my one shining moment by myself. I didn't even have to share him with anyone. I had him to <laughs> yes. myself. Never got a picture. Yep. I'm like, oh. what a dope am I? I mean, look, I had four books with me for him to sign. Right. <laughs> so I did right. get that accomplished. So I'm thrilled about that. But I never got a picture. Uh, next time. I'm such a dope. Next time. Yeah, it was thankfully it happened because Gary Braun came out. I don't remember if it was to get a drink or, or whatever. And I got to say, hey, Gary, it's really just a pleasure to be here. I was the one who sent you all the Kenyan stuff. And he was like, come in, say hi. And then Tony took sure and he was talking Aww. to me about how much he liked the shirt. Aww. So literally, I, it was borderline schoolgirl giggling for me. Nice. Well, I completely understand. We just met Gary for the first time at Jingle Fest mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And I was yeah. the same way. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He yeah. Knew, he knew ahead of time, though. He kind of knew it was he's coming. He's just such a nice guy. Yeah, he yeah. Was cool. He's just such a nice guy. And Littles, for the record, okay, so... <laughs> Sometimes we let the guest lead the interview as a way because we don't always want to pry too much. Like sometimes I'd like to say, well, what do you do for a living? What do you do? You know, and I don't know if sometimes you want to give that up. So I usually just let them mention it. And then you just dropped lacrosse coach at a college. I used to be a lacrosse coach. Yes, I was there for 10 seasons at Kenyon College and then before that a couple of other places, but had a really wonderful career there for 10 seasons and then left and decided to start making beer. Wait, what? Wait. Okay, we're not even going to have time for fun, dumb questions here. Wait, what? So, Listen, you got all the time in the world. Um, I've got a little beer in front of me right now to shake off the nerves, so you're all right. Oh, amazing. <laughs> we're going out to Ohio, Roxy. I know, okay. right? So, listen, hey, listen, I've already invited you guys. Come I, on out. Absolutely. Okay, so now you make beer? Yeah, I work at a, a microbrewery in a, in a little town called Mount Vernon. Uh, I'm the assistant brewer, so I do a lot of kegging and, and hopping a beer and more importantly, drinking it for quality control. I, I feel like we should start this whole interview over. I feel like I was like, hey, what, what, what are we going to talk about? Blah, blah, blah. And, this okay. is great. So that's great. Right, that's right near where you, you live now, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. it's about seven miles. Cool. Wow. And how did you get into that? Like, where was you like beer? Yeah, quite <laughs> frankly. I stumbled into it because I, I knew I was done with being a lacrosse coach. And then I was at a lacrosse camp not too far from New Albany. Ohio okay. in Westerville, Ohio. Yeah, yes. And one of the professors there were chatting and she's like, oh, my brother's opening a brewery. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe I'll contact him. And I contacted him and he hired me and now I'm one of his assistant brewers. But what was the thing that clicked in your head? Oh, I'm curious about this. I'm interested in being a part of this process. Like, where was that? I don't know. Where did that come from? I think birth, because, I mean, I grew up in Vermont, again, and yeah. we had some of the greatest beer. So I think that that's kind of just been a little bit ingrained in me. Uh-huh. So loved a good IPA, was exploring with other things. Mm-hmm. And so it was the first brewery that opened in that part of Ohio for over 100 years. And it was pretty cool to be a part of. It's pretty cool to be a part of. Wow. Cool. That's so interesting. What, uh, Chuck, what are we doing with our lives? I don't know. Tatake, are you listening to this? I think you're going to get a new visitor, because that's not far from Kentucky, right? We're about probably three hours from the line. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it's a little Cincinnati, The Red Stadium is, I think, two hours, 45 minutes from my house. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. So you, that's true. You're up there a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm just, I'm kind of speechless Chuck's, here. Chuck's a little flustered. Well, because right. there was, right. well, look, it was, I won't say it was a last minute thing, but there really wasn't much on the form. And, you know, it's one of those type no. of things where I'm like, I'm okay with that now because in the beginning I was like, yeah. oh crap, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. And now we've kind of gotten yeah. into the flow of how we get things out of people. Right. But this, she was burying every Every lead possible. And we've already had an episode <laughs> called Bury Everything. So we can't do that. I don't know what we're going to call this Bury episode. Bury more. 
Barry Moore. Okay. Yeah, see what he did there? Something like five feet, four inches under. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is that your height? <laughs> yep. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, listen, it's not the Loyal Littles podcast without some fun, dumb questions. So let's do it up, Roxy. All right. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Oh, wow. Uh, probably the same thing I do every day. I'm not that exciting, nor do I really feel like I want to be. Maybe I would fly places. Okay. Because oh, okay. I would just be invisible on a plane. Yeah. Ooh. And get to just kind of ride around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'd, t- I'd take an international flight and end up in New Zealand. Sure. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. I'm going to mix in some uh, rapid fire while we do this. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Yes. Always tell them. Yes. Always giggle. Yes. <laughs> what do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Oh, because I read a book, I'm going to say glass discovery or invention i think i have to say glass because it's so protective yeah Mm -hmm. interesting and you can see through it that's a new one i love that Correct. all right if you could be a cartoon character for a week who would you want to be scrooge mcduck (laughs) who does not want to dive in a pool of coins Right. right and you have your own pilot you have a giant house you have an evil nemesis this just makes for a great week i love that What's your favorite childhood book? Uh, Shel Silverstein, Win the Side Bucket. Uh, yes. yes definitely. Choice. Ickle Me, Pickle Me, mm-hmm. Tickle Me Too. Went for a ride <laughs> yep. in a flying shoe. Hooray, what fun. It's time we flew. Said Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. There you go. Correct. How's that? I could keep going, Absolutely. but I won't. I think do it. I'm impressed. <laughs> Would you rather win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or the Nobel Peace Prize? Olympic medal. In what? Oh, growing up as a child, I was such a fan of Bonnie Blair, so I gotta go speed skating. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now there is no, you know, I just realized there's no Olympics for lacrosse, is there? Uh, not yet, but the sport was really well showcased during their World Cup a week ago. Okay, great. I mean, come on, if we're gonna have freaking break dancing, we gotta have lacrosse, right? Right. Well, it's coming soon enough. It's just not enough countries can gotcha. sponsor it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. What is one trait that gets you into the most trouble? Um, my flat out use of profanity. <laughs> well, you've been it. pretty good so far. I know. Uh, I really, I've been really tame. <laughs> <laughs> no need. I don't know. Our Ohio listeners, there's something about, I, see, that's why I told you, Roxy, I've always loved Ohio. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is, uh-huh. but I always thought I was going to, you know, it, and it goes back to when I was in fourth grade, we had these projects of studying, a, you had to pick a state and you got to mail out to request and we get newspaper sent to us and i was one of the only states that they actually did and it was columbus it was a, is it the columbus yes, dispatch the, the, is that what it's called it is the dispatch yeah it is the dispatch yep they actually sent me a paper and i got to do all my oh, stuff on it and nice. uh, yeah good yeah yeah good. and one of my i wonder if that has anything to do with ohio state being part of it in a big educational institution you oh. know like they, they're into education you mean so i don't the... know okay <laughs> okay wait where, no i don't where do you no, fall on that are you okay with the uh, now that they legally uh, have well, copyrighted it? I mean, I legally have to be, right? Yes. But well, you I, you're I, not originally from there, so. I am not, and nor did I grow up in a state where football was anything. Sure. It was right. hockey for sure. us. Sure, yeah. yeah. Right. So it's really not even a blip on the radar until Michigan week, and then everybody expects me to be an Ohio State fan, and I'm, I'm not. Okay. Right. Well, I don't like that they say the and they spell it the. The. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's so annoying. Probably well, one of your biggest yeah. pet peeves in life they, right they, now. It is. They need to get it together. And I just... <laughs> uh, they probably will. Yeah, probably. Their marketing team will get that together. Absolutely. Oh, they better. All right. One more, Roxy. Oh. What's the most beautiful place you've ever been? 
besides my birth state, Vermont, obviously. Uh-huh. Campbell's Bay, New Zealand, right Ooh. outside of Auckland. Cool. It's gorgeous. Was that just vacation? Yeah, just kind of a, a pick-up-and-go trip. Nice. Wow, that's so neat. Yep. I know, we've been told if we... I've always wanted to go to Australia, and I, I've been told mm-hmm. if you go to Australia, you really need to make sure you have time for New Zealand, too, yeah. and do both. I've, I've been to both and trying to get back for the Women's World Cup next mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. so I would go for the South Island this time and then go back to Melbourne for the final. Nice. Wow. Nice. That's exciting. That's so cool. Yeah. We just want to be you. We're going to live through you. Yeah. Uh, Listen, come on, guys. I told you. Live come on, here Beth. for a week. You won't leave. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we find you? You're on Twitter. I know that, right? Yeah. I'm pretty elusive on the social media. It's just mm-hmm. not my bag. But yeah, people can follow me on Twitter. I think it's my last name, which is B-U-Z-Z-I-M-A-B. Oh, and that's, yes, so that's where we found the picture of the the green monster. Uh And that's where we found you. Yeah. This has been great. I mean, we love, because we didn't know you at all. Yeah. Like, this is someone new. This has been such a nice surprise. Yeah. So, all right. Well, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Definitely. Very definitive. Definitive. Uh Yes. Definitive. I will change it at people's house. I'm not proud. You will. You'll chuck on it. Okay. Oh, Oh, I'm not proud. I do it. You do? (laughs) You're not proud you do it. Yeah, I do it, yeah. It's just something that clicks. As soon as you go into the bathroom, you're like, yeah, this isn't right. This isn't right. Okay, so you do wait until you have to go to the bathroom. You don't just automatically walk into someone's home and go right to the bathroom to switch them. Roxy, I'm not a psychopath. I'm just just efficient. Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, Meredith, thank you again for taking the time to come on and meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Uh, nothing but a pleasure, guys. Come out and visit me on Ohio. You're more than welcome, all right? All right, Thank we you. will. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hey, Jolene. Hey, Sandra. Did you hear there's a summer of littles in Nebraska? What? Shut the front door. Yes, it's being held at Gluer's Tavern in Columbus, Nebraska. RSVP at summeroflittles.com. Got it. You know, Nebraska, it's not for everyone. But it is for littles. See you there. Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five, Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday five. That sounds so good. Ritz with the surprise appearance. I'm always ready. (laughs) Always ready to harmonize with you guys. (laughs) Love it. Well, there wasn't much harmony there. (laughs) That was great. Yeah. It's something different. Something else for Sully to bitch about. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get through this. Uh, Roxy, what's the first one? These are by Chewy Calhoun. Chewy. Yep. Special shout out, Chewy. Chewy got them to us early. So special shout out to Chewy. Thank you, Chewy. Yes. Yes. So number one, what is a word that you like how it looks more than it sounds? And another word in which you like how it sounds more than how it looks. All right. That's tough. That is a tough one. I'll go first. I love the, especially now with the Bootsy, uh-huh. with the two Zs, yeah. which I love. So I'm going to say pizza. Okay. And I like the whole bootsy thing yeah i like that so i'm gonna go with that that's most recent for me you like how it looks more than it sounds i like how it looks Looks and sounds i like how it looks and sounds actually yeah i don't know if i have one that's opposite 
You know, yeah, it's the like pizzazz. Yeah. Ritz, do you have one? Oh man, this is going back a few weeks ago when we had the like words we don't like, right? Remember yeah, that? I pretty much like any word that has a lot of loops in it when I'm handwriting in cursive, which they don't teach the kids these days. That's a good take um, on it. But I do like words that go loopy loopy loop. I don't loopy, know what loopy, that loop. was. Um, any word that has a capital L in it, because oh, okay. I love writing a capital L. I don't like the sound of curd, but curd. I hear it all the time on the Great British Baking Show. Oh, you're going to make the curd for this. And I don't really <laughs> like the way. Like, Is that like I moist? Like how, Is it like moist? I guess. Can we say moist as much as possible on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very moist. <laughs> I know. I felt like that after the games. It's very yeah. hot. That's yes. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What's number two, Roxy? Number two. What is a movie or a television show that on paper looks or sounds like you should love it, but you just don't? Oh. These are. Stump- I got a good one. These are stumping me. Go ahead. Really? I'm going to say The Bachelor. Oh, really? I mean, I think on paper, that's a great concept, a great idea. <laughs> But I used to think the other ones, like the Joe Millionaire and all those, I also thought the Fifth Wheel, any Uh of those reality. I'm not a big, I mean, obviously we know I love Survivor and Amazing Race. There are a few reality TV shows I do like. We've been told we would like Big Brother. Right. Or we would be good on Big Brother because we feel like we could do all the stuff. We just don't want to live in the middle of nowhere. Right. So I guess it's, I've never seen it. So apparently it's like the same thing, but you're living in a house instead of like in a fort or a oh i have show. one all right and it's really strange i should watch and should enjoy so you think you can dance but to be oh, honest right. with you i think because everyone was jumping on the bandwagon so i'm like i am not jumping on that bandwagon but, i don't watch it and i don't really i'm like but eh. you do like dancing with the stars i do like dancing with the stars right interesting it is interesting so i'll go with that all right ritz what do you got I will tell you, maybe I'm taking the opposite approach, but anything with the word housewives in it, I I do not want to tolerate in any way. Okay, but but again, on paper, that sounds like a really good idea, I think. No? I feel like like they choose the housewife. I think if they chose different types of housewives. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. these are all people that are super rich. They, super high uh, maintenance. Super, yeah, like right, if they just right. chose like average Actual, people. Actual, yes, average Joe that, housewives. That right. to me yeah, would be really interesting. Yeah, that's probably right. So. And they could have these competitions like who can get the most kids to practice on time <laughs> yeah, or something. Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Roxy, what's number three? All right, share a YouTube link for the most recent song you've heard. So what's the most recent song you've listened yeah, to? Yeah, we're not going to be able to do that. So we're just going to say... Mine, okay, the most recent song I've listened to is called Good Vibes by Ellen Once Again. And I heard it and I love it. And it's kind of been on repeat for the last like two weeks, three weeks. So yeah, okay. it's a good right. song. Ritz, what do you got? Well, listen, the big rage across YouTube this week was the whole Joni Mitchell thing. Oh, uh, right. She was singing at the Newport Folk Festival. And uh-huh. some of the pieces were just unbelievable. Just fantastic to see her out there. But for me, I went down the uh, Field of Dreams rabbit hole the other night because we were talking about the upcoming Field of Dreams game oh, that, when is uh, that baseball when is that? next month. Oh, okay. uh, yes, All the right. Reds and the Cubs, I think. Right. right. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I found the closing theme of Field of Dreams being performed by an orchestra. It Ooh. is phenomenal. Oh, I'll share nice. it with you guys because cool. I'm sure it'll make your heart thump like it made mine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
And I'm going to say, Nolan Reed, you can mm-hmm. thank Chewy Calhoun for this question on the Friday Five because I'm going to do the obvious and say it was Don't Wake Me Up by Nolan Reed. Yeah. Because that was our independent artist for today. Sure. So that was, that's the last one I, it's true. That's the last one I plugged into the show. So that's the last song I heard. Yeah. I don't think there's a YouTube link for it. But I don't know. Anyway. All right. Number four. Do you eat anything idiosyncratically? Oh, I like that word. Example, do you eat green beans one at a time? Okay, wait. What was the first question? What is a word that you like how it looks more than it sounds? <laughs> I mean, I like the way all this you had to looks do is and go to, sounds. All you had to do question is go to number four. four. There you go. Okay, all right. So, Rich, you haven't gone first. You have one? I eat corn one row at a time. Ooh. Oh, like corn on the cob. Yeah, corn on the cob. Dating back to when my brothers and I would weirdly see who can eat corn in the most perfect OCD way. Um, and I still do it. Nice. Excellent. Nice. That's funny because you're, I'm going to commit sin here and tell you that I cut off he with does. a knife all the corn it's off the cob. It's so much better It's from to when I had braces as a kid and that's what I had to do. But I, I did too. But I love the taste of corn on the cob so much and it's so much easier to eat that way. I and know, then when my dad got older, I had to do it for him. So it just became a thing. It's fun to eat messy sometimes. No, I know, but it's so much more convenient, but I love the taste. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right. That's not mine though. What do you got? I eat fries and tater tots. Yeah, one at a one time. One at right? a time. Yeah. Now, do either of you do this thing where if you have a vegetable, a meat, uh-huh. and a potato, let's oh, say whatever. Oh, yeah. I eat the I, meat first. I eat in order. I don't mix things. I usually don't either. I eat the meat first, well, I don't, then it doesn't the matter vegetables, which order. and then the potatoes. But I always do that. I eat one thing, then another thing, then another thing. I don't mix. Ritz, what do you do? Do you eat everything together or do you? I'm it? definitely, I don't eat as orderly as you. And okay. my brother growing up did that and it infuriated me. And I would, <laughs> I would reach over with my fork and like mush things together on his plate and that would infuriate him. Absolutely. Um, but All I'm right. definitely, uh, I, I kind of like love the combination and put the veggies in the potatoes yeah. and the meat and yeah. whatever. I go for it. You're messy. All right. Mine though, real quick, is just candy. Like Skittles, uh-huh. I definitely separate the colors and yeah. then I eat the colors together. Yeah. I definitely do that. Same thing with like where if there's flavors mixed in, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll put the flavors together. Right. But Skittles is the big and one. And then save your favorite for last oh, or yeah, of course. eat it first. No, no, of course. Save the save Oh, the here's best. another weird one that I do. Whenever I'll eat like a bag of almonds or something. Yeah. And, you know, you grab them with your hand, but I always will just take four at a time. It has oh, to be an even number. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yes. Interesting. I'm, I'm a numbers guy, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. All right. What's the last one? Rachel? All right. Last one. Number five. What is a semi-reasonable or plausible dream that you have that could be done or achieved, but you most likely won't, but it's still nice to have as a dream? Mine, I'm just going to go with podcast network, multiple podcasts. Like <laughs> my dream was to have four or five of these going Your dream at one was time. to start with like 10. Yeah, that's true. She knocked me down to two and I, I would love, <laughs> well, we still have, we have a logo. We, we do. have an anchor thing set up yeah. for our, what, what were we going to call it? The TV junkies podcast. TV junkies. Podcast. Mm-hmm. So Roxy and Chuck had this whole other idea. We even recorded an episode, but we never released it. Yeah. It wasn't very good. And that was two months ago. So it's probably Longer best. Longer than that. It's probably best that we didn't. And we, we even said we're like well and it's just going to be a random it doesn't it might not even be one a week it might right. be one every other week it might be it three depends a week on what tv show or movie we watch speaks to us so much that we have to, to just jump, jump on, on and 
start talking about yeah. it. Like immediately after. Right. That was what we were going for. Yeah. And we were going to call it the TV Junkies Podcast. And we could even do movies if the movie was on TV, which uh-huh. would be funny because obviously it's flip you and that kind of stuff. It's not It's not the real thing. Although we I think the-, the key the key to podcast success is clearly you need to get more activity from your third wheel. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's your dream? You know what? I was watching the Jeter special, The Captain, this last week. Mm-hmm. And what struck me when he was a kid, like all he thought about apparently from like when he was three years old was I was going to play shortstop for the Yankees, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid, all I wanted to do was play professional baseball. I ah. played through college, but, you know, that was where the dream died. Broadway show league will have to suffice for the rest <laughs> of my life <laughs> until they cart me off the field. What is the plausible dream? You know what? We keep talking about the retirement home. Me and the lovely wife are differing. You know, I want something more remote in the woods. Mm -hmm. She wants something more on the beach. But Mm -hmm. somewhere along the line, you know, that is definitely a dream that we might aspire to. Cool. All right. I will invite all the littles. Yeah, absolutely. Hanging out on the beach. Potluck. (laughs) Or wherever. Woods. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Roxy? I don't know. I mean, I sort of made my biggest dream come true, which so many people growing up, luckily not my immediate family, but so many other outside people were like, you're never going to make this happen. You need a backup plan. Like, no, I don't. So I made that happen. And I also like in the process of all of that, I always thought it was it would be cool to be on Broadway. That's why I'm in theater. Just in case we have some new listeners, being a rockette is what you're referring to. Right. Right. Well, we might have some news listeners. Right. So but now, I mean, I love being on stage. I love performing. So Broadway is kind of a dream of Mm -hmm. mine. I don't know if that will ever happen. But I mean, the odds, I think, were really stacked against me for the Rockettes. So if I was able to make that happen, maybe I could make this happen. But I don't know. You just never know. You never know. I mean, you already married the man of your dreams. I did. So there's not much there either. I I get it. I get it. I don't have many dreams left. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Chewy Calhoun, for the Friday Five this week. We really appreciate yes. it. Uh, we've Chewy, got get- those were hard. I know, <laughs> they were right? hard, Chewy, but they were good. They were good. And Littles, if you're wondering right now, who is this Chewy guy? He sounds really cool. He sounds really interesting. Well, just head back to episode 76 of the Loyal Littles podcast so you can meet him just like we did. It was just about a year ago, I believe, actually. So always great to hear from Chewy. All right, let's get out of here. We're running out of time. All right, Ritz, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, that was, that was, hey, nice that was fantastic. That was a nice little treat. By yeah. the way, you know, another one of my dreams is to go out to dinner with you guys to celebrate your wedding. Yes, oh, we do. We yes. have to do that. Yep. All right, we'll do it. All right, once again, thank you, Meredith Bootsy, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And thank you, Sandra Rohde and Jolene Wojcik. And also, who do we also have to thank, Roxy? Phil's mom's son. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Bob Walsh, for hooking that up yeah. for his, his venue and for doing our bumpers this episode. We really appreciate it. Remember, if you are out online and you need a grip for your stick, I love saying that. Or fog-free eyewear. Don't forget to go to stickgrip.com. Or fogfreeeyewear.com. And don't forget to use the code. Bye. Bye. That Perfect. was good. That was good. Roxy, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just efficient.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah.